Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recording started. Praise the Lord and welcome again to Faith Restoration Ministries and Jekina Theological College. It's indeed a pleasure and an honor to be here representing the Lord Jesus Christ and standing up for truth and righteousness. Our topic today will be the second in, in a program we started yesterday, which you can, at the end of our program or at this broadcast, you can go to our website at www.frministry.org slash messages. And, um, or just go there and click on messages and it will take you to where the messages are. Our topic is... The Sleeping Complacent Church. This is part two. We had one yesterday on our Sunday broadcast. And today we have an, another program um, to remind us what is going on, why we are here, and why the things are happening around us. It isn't that God is asleep. And it isn't that God wants us to do the impossible but we have to be patient. You can find us at again at www.frministry.org. Um, we know that there is nothing impossible with God. Regardless of what is happening, God will make a way. He will make a way. He will make a way. Um, for us and we only need to trust him let us pray father we give you all thanks and praise this morning we glorify and we magnify your holy name we thank you that we have this privilege whereby we can come to you at any hour and at any time about any situation and we're thankful for the word that you have left us which said that unless you unless you do the work our labors will be in vain because we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places, against um, the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual um, rulers, wicked rulers, principalities and powers. These are whom we're working, that are working against us, not flesh and blood, but they work through flesh and blood to bring out their wicked devices. So this morning we ask for the Holy Spirit's direction. We ask for protection from the Holy Spirit. We ask you to cover us, cover this ministry this morning. Cover me, the channel you have chosen at such a time as this to bring forth this message about the complacent and sleeping church that seemed to have abandoned its, its, its duty and its calling at such a time as this when the enemy is just rampaging everywhere he goes, every area, every situation, 
Now they are attacking the parents. So Lord God, we need your intervention. And we thank you again for reminding us that except you build the house, they labor in vain that build it. So we ask right now that you will have mercy, that your will be done. Speak through your oracle, Lord. There are people out there who are terrified, terrified, literally terrified of opening their mouths into truths because they need their job. They have families to take care of. And God, indeed, as Jesus said, there'll be fear on the earth. Man's heart will be failing them for fear. It is happening even as I speak. But God, you said, we should not fear man because the fear of man leads to torment. Indeed, it causes anxiety, it causes worry, it sends up people's pressure, it causes them to be stressed out, and all those emotional situations are dangerous to our bodies and our well-being. So, Father God, for the fearless one, the fearful one this morning, we ask, oh God, just go by that, side, that person's side. Step on the scene of his or her life, on their lives, Lord. And we pray this morning that you will do such a work where they will be bold, hallelujah, bold as a lion, not run, because the only one who ought to run are the wicked, the evil people, the satanic people, Lord God. We see the act of vengeance against the enemy who has come against us, Lord God, from the enemy coming against us. But this morning, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers of the darkness of this world, principalities, powers, people in high places. But you said we are to take on the whole armor of God. And surely indeed, if we stand back and let you do the building, by faith, we are going to see great changes because God, you give us a limit. And you said to the sea, thus far and no farther. And though the wicked may seem to triumph, Psalm 37 tells us their triumphant is but for a moment. Your word also says you, you will have the last laugh. You see the wicked spreading as a green bay tree. You look again, he wasn't there. It said, mark the righteous and the perfect man for the end of that man is peace. But the end of the wicked will be destruction because there are fear and just God. I thank you. May you cover me under your blood now. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. We can find us again. This is Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We're at www.frministry.org. Shekinah is an online. Yes, it is all online. All the work is done online. Everything is online. Christian Educational Institution. Our aim is to prepare men, the word of God, the sound doctrine. Yes, we are not afraid or ashamed to defend the gospel of Jesus Christ, which he gave to the apostles and who left it for the local church today. We are to continue with this, not push our heads in the sand as though we're, you know, we have no God over us, no God who cares about us. And today... Lord, we ask for your guidance. So if you if you are interested or maybe you need to get some more information about our college, we hear pe people do call all the time. They want to know about the college, want to know what or, or, or um, you know, what 
our purposes are about, what our mission is, or our philosophies, all those things, they want to know. And I don't blame you. If you go to our registration form, that page, it says, make sure you pray. Pray before you make your decision. And I love when students come and they say, I prayed about it and I know this is where God wanted me to be. So this morning, I'm really thankful to God for his great mercies and his tender love that even at such a time as this, he could develop and raise up a college such as this for such a time. Shekinah, our aim is for the presence of the Lord to be with us always. So let's begin. Psalm 127 and Ephesians 6 and beginning at verse 12. Psalm 127 says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Think about it. Think about it. We can fret ourselves and we can say all kinds of things about, you know, what's going on. And we say to ourselves, oh, this should be this way or should be that way or whatever the case may be. But I wanted to I want to remind you again this morning that except the Lord, the Lord himself, build the house, all our work will be in vain. Except he keeps the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. God is in control. No matter what you see the enemy is doing, God is still in control. You know why? Psalm 27 says, 24 rather, Psalm 24. Let me read it for you. They may think that they have all time. No, they don't. It says the earth is the Lord's. Listen good. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Listen again, the world and they that dwell therein. The earth does not belong to one nation. It doesn't belong to one region. It doesn't belong to one administration. The earth belongs to God. And those who make themselves gods, oh, hallelujah, make themselves gods against the people and try to, to, to persecute them, press them down, put pressure on them, put fear in them, the earth still belongs to God. You may say then if the earth belongs to God and he's seen all that's going on, why doesn't he stop it? Second Peter chapter 3 and 9 says, God is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. You know, that's the reason why. God is long-suffering. He's kind. Yes, he's, he's a God of wrath. But when that time comes, when your cup of wickedness, and I'm speaking to all those, doesn't matter who you are this morning. It doesn't matter how high your place is this morning. You may feel you're untouchable. Okay, you may feel that your your principality, you're such a great principality and your great powers and your great ruler and you rule the darkness of the world because you're a satanist. And you're filled with wickedness, spiritual wickedness, and you find this in high places, not the man so much in the street, but those you would never believe. And by the way, you remember what? 
No, God said in Ezekiel chapter 38, he said, begin at my house first. Whatever you see going on in the world, check the house of God. And you're going to find the same things there. The same evil, wicked, greedy people you're going to find there. The same people who crush people in the world. You're going to find them in the church. Because if you don't say first lady, if you don't say apostle, you know, nowadays they are so, they self-title. They have self-titles. They put it that way. They title themselves or they go and buy a title and somebody have this big celebration, apostle so-and-so, and they don't know hay from a bull's foot or bull's hot, um, um, hoof, put it that way. I want to say here this morning, don't be afraid of the wicked, the devil, the wicked. Because if you put your trust in God, if you say, God, I don't know what to do when I'm crying out to you, I'm calling on you, Lord. He will hear, he will answer. You know why the wicked has so much leeway? The church has fallen asleep. The church has become complacent. It's more like when you go to churches on Sunday morning, it's like a talent show. Who can dress the most? Whose nails are longer than the other? Whose lashes can poke, poke out somebody's eyes? Whose brows have been shaved and, um, what do you call it? Uh, tattooed in. This is what you find in the house of God. So how dare you, a man of God, complain about the man in the street or the man in high places? Paul told us what's going on. And the high places are not only in the world. They're right there in the pulpit. On the, on the pulpit, they're there dressing their long robes and with their big crosses on a Sunday morning. By the way, they're eloquent with the Greek and the Hebrew. And I don't speak either of the two. I don't even, listen, we don't, we don't go for that. We want plain language that the man in the street can understand it. Okay? Since other theologians have interpreted the Greek and the Hebrew, what do I need it again for? I don't need it no more. Someone did it for me. So why should I go over it? Oh, well, the Greek, the Greek word for churches and the, the Hebrew word for church, it doesn't make you any better. Doesn't it make your, your, your sermon any more powerful, more anointed? Hmm. The talent show at the end you don't get a prize. Guess what they're doing in the churches today? They hire singers. Jesus. They hire singers. Ungodly singers. To come in and sing. And then they pay them. They hire ungodly. Talk about the sleeping complacent church. They hire ungodly musicians. With earrings. And the hair plaid up like women. And the army. They just. You, you can't tell the difference now. From the he or the she. Nowadays you have a, a potpourri. Of gender, the two gender, two, two, two. Listen, uh, two genders. God said male and female are made them. So nowadays you have a potpourri of not only just he and she, but all kinds of stuff mixed up in that pot now. And the churches are just lapping up, up like peaches and cream. Is any one of the churches asleep? Is it any wonder that people are not being healed? Is it any wonder they are going to the psychic? 
pastor, because you failed to preach the true word of God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. The church is built on the pillar and ground of the truth of God's word. And there's no other truth besides what Jesus Christ has already laid down on the foundation built by him. Next, the church has become a circus. <laughs> it's one particular, it's not the only one. They come on a Sunday morning, they start with, a, with a, something funny. You know, some kind of comedy to ease you. Oh, hallelujah. Let me tell you something. If you need comedy, if that's what you need, you're not going to the right church. You don't, you're not anchored in Christ. You're not trusting God to build for you. you you're not depending on him. To do, to help you, to reach where you ought to go. You're depending on man's ideology. Humanistic thought. That says, oh, you need to motivate them. You know, they have these things nowadays. Inspirational speakers. And everything the world has. They put on, they try and get a robe that says Christian. And put it on it and say it's Christian. Every program the world has on, they got the circus, you find it in the church. They got the, they got, they got the comedy, you find it in the church. And then you have the joker. Yes, oh yes. There are many of them in the church. They dress up in all manner of fandangas. Yes, fandangas. Some of them look just like hemp and nail. You know, fandangas. You ever see a, a, a piece of garment that's hanging on a nail? It's lean, lean you know, lopsided. One side up and one down. Let me say that's the kind of gospel they're preaching today. Hang, hang, gospel is hanging on the nail. Apostasy. And people are falling asleep because they're tired of the bad food you're giving them. Makes them, make them, um, um, how can I put it? Um, fat. Yes, they can barely move. They're in the church. So they, they're so tired and weary and they, they become so far. I'm not speaking of physical now. I'm so spiritual. Fat. But you know why? They're sitting on their lees. Oh, yes. They're not being cleansed. All the dregs. That's all it's still. And that's why it's become so stagnant. And the church has become so complacent. People are falling asleep. Falling asleep. In the pew, and right there on the pulpit, there's no longer any going to call anyone need to Jesus. Anyone because you're not preaching word messages that to motivate and to stir the hearts of the people to show them that they're sinners. You're not doing it anymore. All your turn on any TV program, whether it's at the beginning, the middle, or the end, send, 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 and let me tell you. Many of you are going to pack up your coffers and you're going to end up in hell. That's where you're going. You fail to teach the truth to the people. You water it down. You use man's ideology, humanistic thought, and that's all you have to give to the people. You look at the, the clowns. Yes. Say they are giving jokes, the clowns in the pulpit, and who they are talking to, the long lashes, long painted nails. Somewhere I believe it's in Zephaniah chapter one and maybe verse eleven. Somewhere it said they are dressed in strange apparels. 
and their lips as red as the, as the clowns and their eyes. Oh my God. This is why they got to wear those eyes because they're clowns, spiritual clowns, because they're not worshiping the God of heaven. It shows women how to dress modestly. Go back in the book, going to in, in Paul's writing and Peter's writing, go back in the Old Testament. Do you think God doesn't see those things? He does. And it is very, very irreverent to come before the presence of God dressed looking like a clown, looking like you're going to the club, looking as though you just stepped out of Hollywood, off the, off the runway of Hollywood, um, you know, these models. Shame on you. And you expect God is going to turn around and begin to, 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 to judge the world? Except the Lord build a house, a labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wake it but in vain. If you are a child of God, doesn't even know how to honor God, doesn't even know how to approach God, how do you expect the world is going to know? The world is already in darkness. And the church itself is in almost, almost pitch darkness, save for the few remnants, the few elect whom the devil cannot deceive. It's in the word going to Mark. He said, if it were possible, the enemy would deceive us. But it's not possible. It is not possible. You know why? God has his hand upon us. It's not possible. They may try to deceive us. They can't. Let me say here today, Mark 13 and 22 talks about the false Christs and false prophets. Not only false Christ and false prophets, but also false apostles, they go by, by their, um, their, their, their certification, just as though they buy ministerial certification. They didn't earn it. My God, the very Bible says, if you build your house with an, an Ill -got, rather ill-gotten gain, it will not stand. The church is asleep. It is asleep. And it is time to wake up. The church that maybe started with just a few and has grown into a mega church or hundreds or so many. So now you're a big man. You're a manager now. You're no longer a pastor. As to the title pastor, forget it. It must be apostle now. And believe me, in a little while from now, you're going to hear Jesus. We are Jesus. Let me say here this morning, God is watching because if God did not, listen now, if he, let me read this here first. Psalm 127, verse 1. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman walketh but in vain, waketh but in vain. If God didn't call you to be a prophet and man made you a prophet because you were able to go, eh, you know, baby, eh, you're not a prophet. You were given a word of knowledge and you made yourself a prophet. And others said, oh, this is a prophet indeed. Remember Saul? 
They said it about Saul too. You're not the first. I don't mean Saul of Tarsus, King Saul. If God didn't call you to be an apostle, you are no apostle. You know, I don't care who you are, you know. I don't address nobody as apostle. I don't have, listen, Revelation, um, Romans 1 talks about that even if you don't do it, but you take pleasure in what others do. You may only look at one thing, you know. So, so many Christians have become so one, one, who can I put um, Far, I don't know, what's the word? One-sided then. It's only one thing they look at when they read Romans 1, you know. But it pertains to all manner of sins. And there are other abominations. Did you know that lying is an abomination? Did you know that with spreading rumors is an abomination? Go read Proverbs chapter 6. It will tell you seven things God um, pointed out there. As, and he didn't even put the, what you're all thinking about, abnormal sexual, sexuality. He didn't put that there. But that's only one. But all Christians, when they read Romans 1 and 2, that's all they stress on. And this is why the church is so cold and has become so complacent because you only point out once, you, you compartmentalize sin. All sin, my aunt. Bless the Lord, she's still in London. <laughs> Used to tell us as children, all sin spell S-I-N. And if you are going to the psychic and pastors, or leading your people astray. They're going to the psychics. They're going to, people are saying, send $30 and I'll send you a prophetic word. That's a psychic. That's an Obama or whatever, call him Obama, roots man. Whatever you want to call him. But if he was hearing from God, he wouldn't be sending you that kind of language. He would be telling you, send me, I, I will send you a prophetic word. You don't even know this person. You know, you can give a prophetic word and not know the person. Yes, indeed. But when you're inviting people to come for a prophetic word, you now become a sorcerer. Um, uh, there are the names that they have for them out there. Except God builds the house. They labor in vain that build it. No one asks God's direction anymore. Church down the road is putting on a program. Ah, hundreds of people came. We're going to do it. Church B, we're going to do it too. You remember the dance movement? Every church had a dance troupe. Every church, and you're going there on a Sunday morning, and they got themselves all over the place. <laughs> oh, Lord of God. Let me say here, too many churches are going along with deception, and apostasy is the name of the game today. There's no power in the churches. You know why? Go back to Rome, uh, Revelation chapter 2 and verse 20. They have the spirit of Jezebel in the church. Revelation chapter 3, Saturn and verse 14 and go towards the end. Where they talk about the rich. <laughs> ah, they have everything. They did good. Jesus pointed out all the good things that they did. But guess, something is missing. There's no anointing. The Holy Spirit is not leading anymore. And everybody's going headlong into hell. Let me say here. You're a man of God. Begin to preach and teach the word. If you don't believe the word, you will not preach and teach it. If you say it was only from far way back then, you will not teach it. Humanistic ideology only leads to fear. Because there's no anointing. God said, except I do it, 
You're doing it in vain. So if there's no anointing, people are going to end up in fear. And to all mothers, I want to say to mothers out there, you're fighting for the lives of your children. You're fighting for the, the future of your children. But I want to challenge you this morning. Get God in the midst of it. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ask God to give you guidance. Ask him to give you direction. How to approach this situation. Don't do it on your own. Don't do it in yourself. Don't do it in your emotions. But when you call on God, he will give you guidance. He will give you direction. When Ezra, oh, bless God, read the book of Ezra. When they the, in the exile, we're going back. He said, I'm not going back to the king. The king has been very helpful. And I'm paraphrasing here now. He said, the king has been very helpful. We are going to God to show us a way to protect our children and our goods, all our families, mothers out there. I'm calling on you this morning. Don't go it alone. Don't go it without God. I can understand what you're feeling now. I understand what you feel. I know how you feel. I've been a mother myself. And dear the mother who doesn't care what is taught to their children. Dear you, do you realize teaching begins at home? Go back in, the, in Deuteronomy 6. It will tell you. Moses taught the people. After God taught him, he taught the people. Say, you teach your children. Write it around the house. Put it on the, the lintels all around the house. Do you have a Bible in your house? Do you read it? Gather your children. Begin to read the Bible again and hear what God says. And ask for God's protection. Ask for his guidance. When you're going to those meetings, don't go by yourself. Say, God, I need you to go with me. I need you to speak through me. You will not win any battles all by yourself. Except the Lord build a house. You're going to labor in vain. Many of you have been putting your livelihood, your career, your freedom on the line. But keep this in mind. Except God builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. May God bless you and may God keep you. This was Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We're here. Or if you don't get us here, you can go to our website. We have so many messages there. And we pray to God today that this message has been a blessing to somebody, especially you mothers who are fighting for the lives and the future of your children to keep them in their right minds. That's why you're out there fighting. May God help you. But as I said before, do not go alone. Get your Bibles, dust them off, gather your children around and start to teach them what is right from what is wrong. And as you call other parents and say, come on, Listen, you can come on our prayer line. We will pray with and for you. And let me say here, God still answers prayer. Go to our website, www.frministry.org. Send us an email or send us um, a text. I said, we want to gather on your prayer line, on the prayer line. We want you to pray for us because we want to see victory. Let me say, I want to see God move. And it's going to begin at the house of God. Yes. Ezekiel chapter 8 tells you, God said, begin at my house. I want to say to you today, put God first. And when you put God first, 
you follow. Father, we pray your blessings upon this word for those who heard that God, it will be a great blessing to them and they will recognize that without you, they can do nothing. They must depend on you because you have the answers. In Jesus' name we pray. To God be the glory. We want you to know today that we have other messages. Go to our website, www.frministry.org and you'll find the first message yesterday. It's not quite like this, but the Lord laid it on my heart to speak today and to speak to mothers, to encourage you. I understand what you're going through, but don't give up. God will be with you if you are with him. Again, www.frministry.org, Faith Restoration Ministries, and Shekinah Theological College. Shekinah is an online Bible college for Christian men and women who want to preach the word. God bless you until we meet again. God bless. This session is no longer being recorded. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.